Welcome back, sci-fi fans, to the Science Fictionary Podcast. I'm Andrew, and things are a little different tonight because last week's episode got so long, close to two hours, we ended up splitting it into two. So this is part two, so we didn't have a proper introduction for this episode. Uh, but this is an episode with myself, Marisha, and David, with David hosting. Uh, this is our a continuation of our Desert Island series. This is our Desert Island television series. So we'll just jump right in, and uh, David will take over. Anyway, Deserted Island. Deserted Island, yes. So it's been a while since we did this on our show, uh, but a, f- a few months ago now, we, we had a segment where we talked about if we were going to be on a deserted island, and each of us could only bring five movies, what mm-hmm. would they be? And that was really a lot of fun, and we always meant to get back around to it, and we're finally doing that today. We're going to talk about what five TV shows each of us would bring to the deserted island. Mm. So the rules here are we each get five, and... We're all on the same island. So once one's taken, uh, you cannot pick that one again. We're all going to be sharing here. So you also kind of want to be considerate of the other people that you're with. It's true. Um, It's true. For example, in our first episode, Marisha was going to bring a Cinderella movie. She decided to change that because she realized that me and Andrew would would really appreciate her (laughs) using one of her slots for something we would all enjoy. (laughs) Uh, So... We are going to talk about uh, each of us five TV shows we would bring. Use any cri- you can use any criteria that you want. I have a couple wild cards that I'm going to throw in here. I think that uh-huh. you won't be expecting, but okay. you can, like I said, you can use any criteria that you that you want. Let's start with with you, Marisha. Me and Andrew have got mm-hmm. to ramble on for a while. So let's start with you. What what's your first TV show? TV oh wait, show. I want to establish a rule here. Okay. So let's say the TV show is not currently finished. Okay. Do we get the Blu-rays of the following seasons oh. uh, airdropped to us on this island? <laughs> well, like, as they come uh-huh. out, do we and get it to gets finish finished, it? can we continue mm. to get more? Or do we just get it where it is? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's like, there are some things that are never going to finish. but Yeah. And some things that will, hopefully. Let's. I say let's go with where it is now. Okay. Because it'd be cheating if we're like, oh, I'm gonna take Young and the Restless, which will never finish. Right. <laughs> and so we will have content forever. <laughs> but it would be Young and the Restless, so yeah. you know. Right, but it's better than nothing. It's true. It's uh, true. So, All right. So are you guys cool with that? We'll, we'll that that sounds where, good. Wherever it is now. Okay. Because sometimes quality trumps quantity. I'm bringing Firefly. Nice. That is a good choice of a show. Little Dane, I see what you mean there by quality trumps quantity. I was, I was literally just having that conversation in mm-hmm. my head. I was like, I love Firefly. I think it's one of the best sci-fi shows ever made. Okay. Good, but there's just not very much. There's just not very much. It's all good. But it's it's all good and i feel like you need something that's going to inspire your imagination on the desert island you can't just consume you have to be able to like you know you're going to be sitting around telling stories about these things because you know eventually whatever it is you have you're going to run out so you want something that gives you lots of fodder for telling good stories going forward and furthermore I'd, i'd rather watch firefly five times then watch a whole bunch of other things once so fair 
There that is that's a good point. Uh, I want what's there's got to be a limit. Okay, so how many times are you willing to rewatch Firefly before you decide to watch all of Young and Restless? Oh, like every day for the rest of my life. This is a thought. <laughs> this is a genuine thought experiment. Like yes, you would you would watch rewatch Firefly like you're trapped in a white room and nothing to do but watch Firefly, or at any point moment you can press a button and it switches over to the Young and the Restless. I mean, how long can you go? Okay, fifty in, years. I mean, I don't know. Like I said, I feel like we've got a lot of fodder for things to think about, and you know, potential universe expansion and Young and the Restless. I mean, at some point, you may just want to turn your brain off and just consume. In which case, maybe we're watching Young and the Restless. But I, I just realized they literally did a Futurama episode about this in the new season. Did oh, they did they? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they did an episode where like he's like it's actually hilarious Fry's goal I think it's the first episode of the new season Fry's goal is he's like I've accomplished nothing I know I'm gonna be the first man to watch all TV every TV show ever made and of course he uses his uh, Fulu account of course um, this one does because <laughs> now, now it's on Hulu and he like watches every TV show ever made and and he starts to, and eventually he's like, I'll just pick, like, one show to watch all of. And it's this super, like, it's just, like, robot soap opera. But then it's like, he's going to crap. You have to keep making more. So they just start, like, it's, yeah. There's a Futurama episode about what we talked about. That's funny. But, okay. Firefly. Firefly, Firefly. is the first choice. Yes. Down. We're I'll taking Firefly. Down. We got Firefly. You making notes over there? Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm making notes. Okay. okay, great. All right, Andrew, what is your first choice? All right, so I'm gonna choose to start with the show that if I don't know what I want to watch, that I watch without fail every time, and that is The Office, mm. the U.S. version of The Office. I, I figured you'd be putting The Office on there. Yeah, great choice. It, it might be the most rewatchable TV show of all time. It is very rewatchable, and there is a good amount of it. That's true. That's true. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's one, it, it's, it's just good stories, good, fun stories. Endlessly funny, really, really funny, great characters to follow. Uh, that's a great choice. They're going to remake The Office, apparently. That's, well, in, see, the belt. that's, in, right. that's in talks. Yeah, see, I'm, I'm a little scared of that. I don't know when, I, I, these days I'm scared when somebody says reboot. It's like, what do you mean by using the word reboot? Because it's going to be a new Office sitcom or is it like they're remaking it and like it's about Jim and Pam and Dwight again? Yeah, or is it like the same office, but sometime after the original crew split? Like you're near the old uh, people coming back. Like the next generation. Yeah, no, no. CC works at the office now as the as, as she answers phones. Yeah, mm -hmm. the Jim and Pam's daughter. The Office TNG. The Office TNG. Wow. That is actually a great segue into my choice for the first show I'm taking. I'm I'm taking a Star Trek show. I might end up taking more than one Star Trek show if I'm being honest. But if I have to pick one Star Trek show, it's not even necessarily my favorite Star Trek show. But I think it's the most rewatchable Star Trek show, and that is yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, I believe it's seven seasons. First season's kind of rough, but there's some gems in there. But seven seasons are just some of the most timeless TV ever made. Star Trek Deep Space Nine is my favorite Star Trek show, but 
that show's pretty freaking depressing. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I just want to rewatch that all the time. And Star Trek The Next Generation, every episode they're exploring a new planet. There's a lot more variety in that show than Deep Space Nine. Deep Space Nine is a better show, but there's not as much variety as there is in The Next Generation, mm-hmm. in my opinion. So that's why Star Trek The Next Generation is going to be my first TV show that I'm taking with us to the desert island. Yeah, I think we'll all get one. enjoyment out of it. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. I was actually uh, having a similar uh, mental conversation about about Star Trek. It was like, I mean, you know, original Trek is is great, but there's only two seasons of it. There's That's, a yeah. lot more, you know. You know what? Scratch a TNG. I'm taking the animated series. Oh, of Star Trek. Okay. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was I'm just joking. I'm just joking. No, I think there's only like one season of that. Yeah. I also considered Voyager. I really like Voyager a lot. Very good. Uh, mm-hmm. Voyager's a lot of fun. There's a lot of variety in Voyager, but I think the next generation overall probably has better episodes. Or you know what? I, yeah, it has higher highs than Voyager. Voyager has some pretty high highs though. I think the finale to Voyager might be better than the finale to TNG. Mm-hmm. And that's a cause yeah. Honestly, the finale to TNG is pretty perfect, but so is the finale to Voyager, and so is the finale to Deep Space Nine. They were really good at ending those Star Trek shows. Actually, mm-hmm. there's an there is an art. To the finale. Absolutely. Oh, the number of shows that have just absolutely shot themselves in the foot with their finale is kind of crazy. Yeah. I think yeah. the best finale of all time is is, is Breaking Bad, though. But uh, we might talk more about Breaking Bad in a little bit. Marisha, what's your next show you're going to be taking what is with you my to the deserted next island? show? Like, I feel like my first one was just like a real real locked in place. My second one, uh, it's, it requires a little more thought, but I, as inspired by our, our previous conversation, I've watched last kingdom, I think two or three times through now. And I always enjoy it. It's like, you know, when I can go back and watch again and it's just, it really is a very good show. I wasn't kidding earlier when I said it's like Vikings, but better. Yeah. Like, I love the, I love Vikings, but this show's better top to bottom. Yeah. That's the one about a kid is taken by like a Viking clan as a kid, but then raised as a Viking. Yes. Basically. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and then, then he comes come... back to reclaim his kingdom. Later. Right. Yes, exactly. So is that's that the one I... that has Timothy Chalamet with the weird haircut or... My thing of a different show. No, you're thinking of that is the king. That is the I think is called the king. It's it's basically an adaption of Henry the Fifth. Okay, okay. Well, anyway, yeah, I haven't seen the Last Kingdom, but I'll take your word for it that it's really good. Andrew, what is your next choice? My next choice is so so to be perfectly honest. With my first and second choice, I could be very, very, very happy for a long time watching TV. And that's, so my first choice was The Office. My second one is Stargate SG-1. Stargate? Is that the best, is that the best Stargate? I think so. But I I mean, you can make a really strong argument for Atlantis. There's Mm. more SG-1. There's more variety to the storytelling. A little more story of the week where Atlantis really gets into more longer art they're both very good shows but what it comes down to me and i like the cast of both but honestly the cast of sg1 is so perfect well and they also tell a lot of really similar 
like a lot of classic sci-fi themes are explored in SG-1. Yeah, there's less of that, some of that in in Atlantis, but not as much. Atlantis is more of a personal story. We're really more focused on the characters' individual stories. Mm -hmm. SG-1's kind of adventure of the week, serialized kind of stuff for most of its run. Nice. No, that's a great choice. I, uh, you'll, it'll force me to finally watch it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. So my next pick, I got a couple ways I can go here. I think that, so we all knew somebody was going to pick Star Trek. Someone's going to pick The Office. There's another one that I'm sure somebody's going to pick. But I'm going to start, this is where I'm going to break off and go my weird niche ones that I think y'all are still going to like, but they're going to be different criteria than than maybe what y'all were thinking. So I love medical dramas. Mm-hmm. Don't worry. I'm not taking Grey's Anatomy. Don't worry. <laughs> I almost took Grey's Anatomy because there's like 20 seasons of that freaking show. It's true. But I don't, I think it, it, it is not as bad as like soap operas with 50 seasons. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think it is somewhat better than those, than those, but it's still very long. And you know what? First 10 seasons of Grey's Anatomy are fantastic shonda used to write okay she used to do that okay <laughs> gray's anatomy is fantastic but i knew that y'all would probably not enjoy gray's anatomy very much but i still do love medical dramas so i decided to go with one that i think y'all actually will like a lot more than gray's anatomy i'm going with house md oh i do enjoy a good house yeah house md uh about dr house hugh laurie that show is so rewatchable. I've rewatched it so many times. It's never not hilarious to watch House mm-hmm. be an asshole. Yeah. I think it's great. And we'll get the medical... I'll, I'll get my medical drama fix. It's also just very well written. There's great characters. I'm t- and it's one of my favorite shows. It's it's really one of my favorite shows. So I'm going House. If I House is better than Grey's Anatomy. If, if I had to pick, like, personally, which one I'd watch over and over again forever, I'd probably pick Grey's Anatomy... Because there's more characters, there's more show. Mm. But if I had this, I'm gonna be a little selfish and pick a medical drama. But I'll pick the one that I think y'all will like more, which is House. That's fair. All right, back around to you, Marisha. Back this around is your to third me now. Okay, so I'm actually going to I'm gonna go in a completely different direction for my next choice. And I am going to take, I'm going to take The Chosen because sometimes you just need to watch something that is edifying and well done. And the pool for that is fairly shallow for (laughs) that criteria. So it's one that I always enjoy. And so I'm taking The Chosen. I'm not familiar. Oh, okay. So The Chosen is, they're what, three seasons in? We've had three seasons, We've right? had three seasons. Yeah, I think they're working on season four. It's a multi-season TV show about the life of Jesus, basically, which uh, okay. does sound kind of cheesy saying it out loud, but it's they've done a really good job. The production is good, and they've done a really good job with the scripts and the story. Um, not your typical, like, Christian movie fair. So I follow, I follow, I like it. Nice choice. All right, Andrew, what's your third choice? All right. So my third choice, uh, as much as I love a lot of science fiction and there are certainly things that have come along in the last, you know, couple decades that have, have begun to challenge my opinion on this. Although I would still say that 
when I was in high school, when I was in college, I, this was perhaps my favorite science fiction anything. And I would still argue it's one of the best science fiction shows ever made is The X-Files. Oh, fantastic choice. Mm-hmm. You know, that adds something to the list that's a little more, you know, that it can be very sci-fi, it can be alien, or it can delve full on into horror. And uh, so it's a lot yeah. of, there's a lot of variety to what X-Files explores. There are some really great X-Files episodes. These long shows like Star Trek, The Next Generation, X-Files, pro- I'm assuming Stargate. What's cool about those is they'll have like just some standout episodes that are basically movies, especially the two-parter ones. That, that, that'll be a nice addition. No, that's a good choice. I, I like that a lot. All right, my third choice. I am... So, I don't know. We're getting down now where there, there's only three choices left. Mm-hmm. It gets difficult now. I think I'm going to go with one that's just going to make everybody really happy and have a really good time. I'm going to take Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. Oh. I think that we're going to be pretty depressed on this desert that's island. True. And it's never a bad time watching Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. That's true. Imminently, How much of that is there? That is an excellent question. It was that or Bob Ross. Yes, Bob Ross. And I know there's only like two seasons of Bob Ross painting, so. Not 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 Pee Wee's Playhouse, though. Oh, you think? Oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 just kidding. Like I I like your choice, <laughs> okay. but but in that no, same good... vein, like little more lighthearted, really something made for kids, but at the same time, not like at the same time, it it just something that makes you smile. Yeah, exactly. Like, I just want to smile. I, if I can only, this is sort of not just on the desert island, but like I can only watch these shows for the rest of my life. Right. I just feel like that's a good choice. No, that's a I great choice. I might go choice. back and change that. No, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a good choice. I do like it. I feel like we're getting a very well-rounded list here. Yeah. I mean, mine's going to so, wind up pretty sci-fi heavy outside of the office. Yeah. Although I there's a fair chance that my last two are animated. I have some animated ones on my potential list. We'll see what happens mm. there. Marisha, what's your fourth pick? All right. My fourth pick, I am going with Leverage. Because Leverage is consistently entertaining. I don't think that there's a single episode of Leverage that I'm just like, I hate that episode. I feel like most shows that I like, I'm like, there's that one episode I'm like, skip. Not Leverage. Leverage, I'll sit down and watch every episode of it i can watch it with the kids i can you know i can engage with it i can't you know it's just it's it's one of my favorites so yeah. it was a toss-up between leverage and psych and that's not same, burn notice burn notice is is not i do enjoy burn notice See, i but, like burn notice a lot more than leverage but i do love leverage yeah well i i, I know why you like burn notice better right because because Bruce Campbell's in it. exactly that is, that is a big plus on Burn Notice's side, but I still think Leverage is a good choice. <laughs> that's yeah, that's good. I like that. That sort of feels similar to like I was I almost brought like um I almost chose Bones, mm-hmm. like just this like pretty like laid back like I don't know USA Network type beat. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like long show, not like a super. Okay, it's it's drama, but it's a diff, not prestige TV. Yeah, it's like a very di- like that's the only way I can really describe it. There's prestige TV and there's not prestige TV. You know what I'm saying? Like there's Sopranos mm-hmm. and there's The Rookie, the cop show starring yeah. 
right. Nathan Finley. Yep. Yeah. Which is pretty good. I it like is. that show. It is. Uh, it's not on my list, so, but I do love so it. So coming back to your last choice, to, to Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, mm-hmm. your question about how many episodes, there are 895 episodes of Mr. Perfect. Rogers' Neighborhood. All right. Perfect. Okay, we can, then good. We good. can be nice to each other. It's longer that. than the whole rest of the list all by itself. <laughs> Great. That's that's perfect. And it'll be a nice like window back into the real world. Yeah. That that we that we've left behind. Andrew, what's your next choice? All right. So here's where I start to have trouble because there's really kind of three that I'm mulling around in my head. I've only got two spots left, and two of them are animated. And so I'm and now I'm having to play the game of Do I bring both animated shows or do I eliminate one? And at the same time, I don't know. I'm going to have a real hard time with this. But for the moment, I'm going to add Star Wars The Clone Wars to the list. Okay. That that is a good choice. Uh, I don't know if it helps your list at all, but I will also be having an animated thing. I don't know how that affects your choice. I'm not saying it needs to, but just so you know. And I love animation. I'm cool with everything on the list being animation. I'm not saying there, there are, don't add to. There are at least three animated shows that I would have no problem putting on this list. No, Clone Wars is great. Clone Wars is... Okay, so I know we brought Star Wars in our other thing, but let's say that that list is separate from this. Like, this is a different, this is a different multiverse. We only have TV shows. The Clone Wars is a good choice if you need a Star Wars fix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. Like I think there there are people who are fans of the Clone Wars who don't give a crap about anything else Star Wars. Yeah, no, I, I think that's probably. They, I think that's they fair. like they like Clone Wars and Revenge of the Sith, <laughs> right? And that's pretty much it. Yeah. So, yeah, no, Clone Wars is a fantastic show. That's a good choice. My fourth choice here, I'm gonna go ahead and do uh, my animated show. This is rough, but I really, really, really want this show. I'm looking at all these and I'm deciding like. Which one would I rather have in my life? And out of the ones I have remaining, it's this animated show. It's Spider-Man, the animated series. Ah. Excellent one. From the 90s. It has its issues. It was kind of cheaply made. It reuses animation. I hate that the executives thought guns were too violent, so everybody in this universe uses laser pistols. (laughs) As Spider-Man storytelling, there are a few things that can top it. I freaking love this show. So much as a kid, I still watch it now all the time. It's on Disney Plus now. I just put on random episodes all the time. It is so much fun. It is a great Spider-Man show. It's my favorite Spider-Man show. Um, I, I think I think Spectacular Spider-Man is a little better, but there are only two seasons of that one. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go Spider-Man the Animated Series. It's my voice for Peter Parker still. Christopher Daniel Barnes is who I hear mm-hmm. when, I, when I read Peter Parker. So... Yeah, that I would take this show alone for the Secret Wars episode mm. where they go to the Secret Wars planet and he gets a bunch of superheroes and they literally do the Secret Wars plot or the one where they fight Red Skull and he brings back Captain America or the Spider-Verse one. This was the original Spider-Verse was in this before the comic book Spider-Verse oh, before wow. any of it. The original Spider-Verse was in this show. The That's last cool. episode it was a big Spider-Verse crossover. All these Spider-Men from different universes coming together. And one of them is one of them is an actor playing Spider-Man in a movie, <laughs> and he doesn't have powers. Oh, that's excellent! It's it's so good. Which retroactively becomes Tobey Maguire when, like, two years later, that movie comes out. So now you can watch it. Be like, that's li- it's literally the joke is like they got Tobey Maguire, but just as him 
in this Spider-Verse event. And it's right. like, you guys made a mistake. I don't have powers. <laughs> that's And then Spider-Man take, goes to that universe and meets Stan Lee, which was my first introduction to Stan Lee. Okay. That's the first time I was like, who the hell is that guy? And my dad was like, that's Stan Lee. He invented everything that makes you who you are as a person. <laughs> I was like, oh, funny. awesome. Yeah, Spider-Man the Animated Series. Okay, nice. uh, perfect. For that theme song alone, I'll take it. Is that I almost Spider-Man? took X-Men the Animated Series, though. Spider-Man. Which would have been another fantastic choice. Uh, or yeah. Batman the Animated Series. Okay. But Spider-Man is my favorite character, so I chose Spider-Man. Okay. Marisha, what's your... Uh, this is your last choice, Marisha. This is my last choice. Okay. Yeah. So, because sometimes you need something... That just looks super cool and maybe it's a little bit dark. So I'm going with Into the Badlands. Oh, wow. That's a good one. That is a super fun show. It's an incredibly, incredibly underrated show. I've tried to talk so many people into watching that show. And no one cares. And no one cares. It's so weird. It's it's like sometimes these things come out and it's like, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. It should and have been it huge. That cares. show should have been absolutely huge, but instead, it's just kind of forgotten. Speaking of post-apocalyptic shows, did you guys see that Daniel Radcliffe post-apocalyptic post-apocalyptic show? No, I term. saw some screenshots from it today because apparently something that goes on in it has reignited the Daniel Radcliffe as Wolverine fan castings. Yeah, the show looks insane. It's like post so like they, he made the show called Dream uh, or like Miracle Workers or whatever where he yes. was an angel and he was working with Steve Buscemi who was God and they were going to stop the apocalypse. That was the premise of the show. Uh-huh. Well, they ended that show and they just said screw it and they failed and the apocalypse happens. <laughs> so now this is a follow up show, <laughs> which is like now they live on Earth in the apocalypse. Which is actually kind of funny when I think about I love shows where it's like, what if the entire premise of the show, screw it. Yeah. Actually, screw it all. Like the end of that 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 Alfred show, that um Pennyworth, the Origins of Batman's Butler show. Oh yeah. They ended that show by just nuking the UK. Oh like, that show got canceled and they just ended it with like, what if a nuclear bomb drops and blows it all up? Oh wow. That's and that's nice. and that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's it. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, no, sorry. Into the Badlands, Marisha. Talk, talk about Into the Badlands. Into the Badlands. Okay, so it is beautiful. It is just... I'm typically the person that fast-forwards the fight scenes in, in movies because I just don't care. Like, I'm like, okay, skip to the end. Who wins? Carry on. But the fight scenes are so beautifully done. The premise is so just fascinating it's it's such an unusual post-apocalyptic premise like there are a lot of you know like the world goes to hell in a handbasket is a very popular uh, genre right now but into the badlands is really unique in its kind of take on it all goes very very badly and you know um shoot daniel what is his name the actor radcliffe no the actor who's uh sunny went into the badlands what's his name um, is it daniel wong daniel Wu. i was like it's daniel w something yeah daniel Wu. daniel Wu is just phenomenal he is such a great lead he's interesting he's got depth he's got range and he's just 
he's he's a really interesting actor and he's a really talented um martial artist so yeah. he's just all the and you know this like i said the story's interesting the story goes interesting places and the, the, the characters are interesting the story's interesting and it was the show that made me go oh my god nick frost needs to be doing more serious things yes absolutely it's it's the primary reason that i'm like first of all i want nick frost in a star wars i think he would be great as the thing even though I'm sure they're going to want to cast somebody uh, a little younger for that Marvel role. Mm-hmm. And I most more than anything else, I want to see him as one of the dwarf lords in Lord of the Rings. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Aramis Knight was not one of the high points for that he show. He wasn't bad. It's just character wasn't well developed. No, but, but uh, he was phenomenal in Miss Marvel. But Emily Beecham? Ooh, Emily Beecham was absolutely stellar. Um, so anyway, Into the Badlands. That's my my very, very eclectic selection. No, I like that. That's fun. That is fun. Did they ever get to finish that show pro- <clears throat> properly? No, I mean, it kind of had a finale. Like it had what sufficed as a finale, but even the finale leaves a door open. It's sort of a shame they never got to finish it. Um, it was a very good show. It just never caught on. And it surprised me because didn't it come on like right after Walking Dead? Yeah. Yeah, it did uh, come on right after Walking Dead. That is right. Like, I mean, you got one of the most watched shows and apparently as soon as Walking Dead was all over every night, people were just clicking the TV off. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's um, I mean, they obviously put it there because they thought they could carry the audience over. It just didn't work. I mean, like they're both po- they're both post apocalyptic. I see the logic there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, Andrew, what is your final choice and of, of TV so show to take? With? I didn't think I was going to wrestle with this this much. There are shows shows we've mentioned that I I would really that I'm I'm really kind of considering. I, I had another animated show that I was considering, which is King of the Hill. Things like <laughs> think I, see, I think King of the Hill is one of the best TV shows ever made. I thought you were going to say Futurama. See, as your other as animated. someone who's trying, you know, since I'm I'm trying to play the game of find something everybody would watch, which is why I didn't bring Pride and Prejudice, the mini series, and well, so, eight hours of it. You're welcome. And I know how Marisha feels about things like Futurama. I love Futurama. One of the great. It, it is. It's one of the best science fiction shows ever made. But King of the Hill is one of the best TV shows ever made. It just doesn't get the credit it's due sometimes simply because it's animated. It is it is fantastic. I love that show. I still quote it all the time. It's the reason that I have the guts to tell somebody to leave my house if they ask for a steak cook well done (laughs) i used to be i used to be a guy who would cook their steaks how they wanted but then i saw that episode and i said no i can stand up for myself (laughs) we asked them Um, politely yet firmly to leave (laughs) basic human decency but the but king of the hill is one of my all-time favorites i'm gonna i'm gonna leave it off we talked about burn notice i love burn notice i'm a huge bruce campbell fan it kind of hurts to leave that one, but I'm trying to think of something that's that's. I'm trying to think of something. I mean, I'm inspired by the the choice of Mister Rogers' Neighborhood mm. for something simpler. 
And I'm going to bring for my last one, despite the fact there are some other shows that I'm very tempted to put on as my last spot, I'm going with the Dick Van Dyke show. Ooh, that's excellent. Really? Yep. That's not where I thought you were going with that. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Or I love Lucy. That, See, that was that show. was kind of the two, was I love Lucy mm-hmm. or Dick Van Dyke. And I landed on Dick Van Dyke. Yep, it's excellent. It's an excellent choice. That's, that's good. I like that a lot. So my final choice here, which is the final choice for everybody, which is kind of uh, a lot of pressure. So I have a couple that I'm like, I really want to bring. I was thinking about Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul, but you know what? Those those shows are pretty intense. Mm. And I don't need, I don't really, I'm good. Uh, They're also like, I don't, I don't know. I like, I love Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. I think Better Call Saul might be the best show ever made. It's not super rewatchable in my opinion. Oh, okay. Though I do love it. I thought about South Park, mm-hmm. be- but only because if we were going to do the thing where if we made the rule, we're like, oh, we can get new episodes. I'd pick South Park because that way we would know what's going on in the world. <laughs> it's true. Uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, The Walking Dead. I'm going to leave off because the last two seasons aren't good and we don't have room on this list for bad seasons. It's true. Or bad endings. Which is why uh, I presume that the selection is not going to be Game of Thrones. We don't have room for uh, yes, bad uh, endings. Uh, a good presumption. <laughs> Game of Thrones. First half of it, just like Walking Dead. First half of it, best TV ever made. Last half, so awful that it's not getting on this list. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not taking a whole show just for four decent seasons that don't end satisfyingly. So that leaves me with a couple choices. I considered Modern Family. I think that Modern Family is really fun. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. One of the better modern sitcoms. And there's a lot of it, so I like it a lot. But ultimately, I've decided to go with The Muppet Show. Ah. Uh, Very so nice. So just the original Muppet Show or all the reprisals of it? The The reprisals uh, all had different names. Assuming that I can only take one. Okay. The reprisals all had different names. The Muppet Show is the original yeah. run. Okay. It's also the best. Assuming I can only take one, I'm taking The Muppet Show. Yeah. Okay. The Muppet Show is phenomenal. I'm showing it to the kids for the first time. Like, we've been working our way through it. That's awesome. That's awesome. I would Uh, not have assumed that I I remember we... I don't remember if we ended up taking a Muppets movie on the movie bracket, Mm -hmm. but I'm pretty sure I didn't because I said, you know what? I'm just going to take the show. Yeah. Uh, And I, I can't back down from that, and... I'm looking at my list of potential ones here, and the one I want to watch yeah. the most is The Muppets. It's so good. There's a good amount of it. It's always funny. It's yep. it's a fantastic show. I love The Muppets. I think I think Kermit the Frog is in like top ten greatest characters ever. Yeah, you know it's 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 got to be The Muppets. I'm looking at all these other shows, and I I'm sad to leave behind some of them, but I think we've got a pretty awesome yeah, list. Going with The Muppets. Yeah, we do have an awesome list. Let's go through our list here. So from Marisha. We have Firefly, The Last Kingdom, The Chosen, Leverage, and Into the Badlands. From Andrew, we have The Office, we have Stargate SG-1, we have X-Files, Star Wars The Clone Wars, and The Dick Van Dyke Show. And from me, we have Star Trek The Next Generation, House MD, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, Spider-Man The Animated Series from the 90s, and The Muppet Show. Very nice. I'm pretty happy with all these choices, uh, uh, all my choices. Uh, What... Do you guys have any revisions you'd like to make? No, I'm going to stick with what I got. Like, I, I there's a few shows that I, I hate to leave, but mm-hmm. I'm happy with what I got. Yeah, I mean, 
Some other some other honorable mentions honorable mentions include Daredevil. I mm. love Daredevil. Yeah, Daredevil's um, a good one. Arrested Development is one of the funniest shows ever, but doesn't mm-hmm. end. Oh, it yeah. I don't think it ever really had a good ending. Uh, BoJack Horseman's fantastic. Seinfeld mm-hmm. uh, was was on my list. Stranger Things, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, I did think about that, but it's only got like what three seasons? What Avatar? I'm not sure. It's not uh, that long, but it's it widely has. considered the best animated show ever made. It's true. It's yeah. a good one. I did think about putting it I, on my list. I also considered some animes. Uh, Attack on Titan is fantastic, but it has not ended yet. Well, the manga ended. The show hasn't ended yet. I don't know how it ends because I didn't spoil myself. So I don't know if it's good or bad. So I left Attack on Titan off. And then I also considered One Piece, which is the, I believe it's the longest running manga now and also the longest running anime. Yeah. There's like well over a thousand episodes. It's really, really great show. I'm I I I'm over it because everybody I know talks about it so much mm. that I now hate it. But <laughs> I do have to acknowledge that it is really, really good. One piece is fantastic. But every day, every single day I pray that the ending of One Piece is they find the treasure, and the treasure literally is the friends you made along the way. Because that would ruin <laughs> the lives of these people who won't shut up about one piece. <laughs> That's great. I just wish, okay. I just wish like Maddie, my lovely fiance, I love her more than anything in the world. She won't shut up about one piece. And I wish she could admit fault in the show. Like she can't find any fault in the show. And I'm like, really the show's perfect. She goes, the show is perfect. I'm like, there's not, there's not a single thing wrong with the show. And she goes, nope, not a single thing wrong with the show. And that ticks me off. Okay? It pushes my buttons. But, yeah, One Piece is fantastic, though, so I consider that. Did you guys have any honorable mentions you wanted to shout out before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I, think I mentioned most of them kind of as I was, before I, I gave my last one. So I think I'll let that uh, suffice. Marisha, what about you? Yeah, I think I kind of threw through mine. I did, um, I thought about Jack Ryan. Because, you know, we haven't got any, like, spy thrillers. And, like I said, I thought about Psych, but I feel like we kind of, we already had The Office going, and we already had Leverage, so we kind of covered, you know, that kind of genre. So, yeah, overall, I feel like we have a, you know, and, like, as far as, like, the, The Last Airbender, like, we've got Clone Wars, so I feel like that's kind of, you know, a kind of a similar kind of show. So I feel like everything that was, like, because I, I thought about, uh, the Last Airbender too, and so there were a lot of them. That was like, well, but we have this one, so it kind of fills that you know niche. So I think we have a, a well-rounded. I, um, I will say this because I one thing we never did when we did movies was I think Nick had a list that he wanted to share with oh, us. Oh yes, and I know he's screaming at us about some things we we didn't put on this uh, uh-huh. list. Include what is often considered the best science fiction show ever made it's it's not for me but it is for a lot of people it's doctor who i and, did uh, think about uh, doctor who so i I, think about it. I am going to uh throw an invite out here to nick when you listen to this put together your list and let me know when you got it done and we're gonna get you on here uh, i want yeah. i want to hear your movie and your tv list Yes, yeah. you can tell us how wrong we are. <laughs> yes. all of our no, I like bringing Nick on for that, though, because he adds things yeah. we don't think of. Uh-huh. That's true. Every and time yeah, he's, he's ever come on, mm-hmm. he's added things that are really, really good that we don't think of. Yeah. yeah. No, Nick is Nick is fantastic. I, I, I do want to hear his list. Uh, 
what are the chances that the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is on his is on his movie list? I don't know. We'll have to see. It's like he has to acknowledge that it's not one of the best movies ever made, but he does love Sonic. But it's still Sonic, <laughs> and it's still a lot it's of fun. Elijah might like, might throw a punch over that assertion. He's he's pretty keen on some Sonic right now. Really, that's funny. That and Ninja yeah. Turtles. They're really into Sonic and Ninja Turtles right now. Ninja Turtles. I am back into Ninja Turtles because that. Did you guys see that movie? Not yet. No. It's on Paramount Plus now. If if you're if if you want to show it for for uh for Elijah, um, it it is not perfect by any means, but I really enjoyed it a lot. Is this um, like, I love the Seth Turtles. Rogen's Ninja Turtles? Yes. Maybe? Yes. Yes. Seth Rogen's Ninja Turtles. In yeah. general, I'm not the biggest fan of Seth Rogen, but th- I saw the trailer for that when we went to see Mario, maybe, and I was like, this looks like it's actually pretty good. But man, when it comes to comic book adaptation, Seth Rogen's killing it. He, he, he did Invincible, mm-hmm. which it was a spot on perfect adaptation of that comic. Yeah, uh, I love Invincible, and he did uh, the Boys. He did he's, the Boys, he's, he's which I burned out. The boys. Yeah, I burned out on that show, but a lot of people absolutely love that show. I got. I part, love the Boys. It's. I liked the first season. I'm sorry, I liked the first season. I was okay. The second season, I I liked okay. I started watching the third one, and I I just got part of the way into it, and was like, I, I think I'm over it. Did you make it to Soldier Boy? I did. You weren't, a, you weren't a soldier. You weren't. A, you weren't a soldier boy fan. No. Do you enough. really hate the boys? I can totally understand people like just get being over it. Do but I do really think it's a great it? adaptation. I, I just, think it's better than the book. Most people think it's better than the comic book. Yeah. I just. I felt like they started having to like one up the last crazy thing they did instead of like just telling good stories. Mm-hmm. I felt like it just got about trying to one up the last crazy thing. Mm. And it just kind of lost me, but I see what you mean. That makes perfect sense, and you're probably right. But what's funny about that is the comic book does even crazier shit than what the, than what the show. Oh, I'm does. sure. I, I'm absolutely sure. The thing is, and this would not be a popular opinion at all, probably, but I actually enjoyed Umbrella Academy more. Hmm. I don't like that show, <laughs> but I didn't I see like why it. You would I, enjoy I it. didn't love it. Like when it gets, I don't know how much of it you've watched. Just season one. Season one, I was like, I don't know, I don't know. And then by the end of it, I was like, okay, what's ne- what comes next? Like I, I liked the ending, and and then like the last couple mm-hmm. episodes, and then season two is wild. It has some great characters. I really love. What's the big big hairy guy? <sighs> I'm gonna blank on that his guy. name. Yeah, I know you're talking about. Um, he it's been a while since I've seen this show. He yeah, was same. a great character. He was he was the best part of the show to me. And um uh the 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 goth guy that I don't know, he was cool. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, Umbrella Academy. Oh, that reminds me. I shot one of my honorable mentions Stranger Things. Mm. If I knew how Stranger Things ended, it might end up on my yeah. list of shows to bring. Yeah. Cuz it's been four fantastic seasons mm-hmm. uh, of of television. Yeah. Oh, The Twilight Zone. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. That would have been a good choice. Yeah, I considered it, but I put the X Files on instead. Yeah. I think the X Files is a better choice than Twilight Zone. I don't think we need both. Twilight okay? Zone we're, we're gonna be depressed enough. is very hit or miss. Mm, like sometimes the Twilight Zone is just 
terrible. Well, I and feel sometimes like it's the brilliant. The X-Files kind of took the took the concept and elevated it. It's basically like if the Twilight Zone was connected. Yeah. You know, instead of just being mm-hmm. an anthology. How do you guys feel about Black Mirror? I actually haven't seen it. I have not watched all of it. I have watched a couple of episodes and really enjoyed them. Great episodes, some great concepts. It's a little too depressing for my taste. I uh, liked it a lot. I like things that are messed up, but yeah, dang. I did like it a lot. But again, I haven't sat down and just watched through it. I did like it a lot better than I liked the most recent Twilight Zone iteration. Yeah, that's yeah, the revival. one with, uh, is that Jordan Peele? Yeah. Did that? Um, and, you know, I felt Yeah, I never like checked that one out. It was, again, in typical Twilight Zone vein. It was sometimes brilliant and thoughtful and sometimes unbearably preachy. But there was a... Uh, Jonas is Awful was a recent... An episode of the most recent season of Black Mirror, which was if you have not seen it, you should. It's um, I've seen I've seen Jonah's Awful. That's, yeah. that episode's really great. Yeah, Jonah's Awful is really great. There were a couple of episodes that, you know what? No, I I'm I'm. There was another anthology sci-fi series. Was it Electric Sheep? No, it was like it. It was something about electric sheep, mm. and it was adaptions of Rod Sterling short stories, and that one I really enjoyed as well. But again, I didn't watch the whole show. That's the thing about anthology shows: is I tend to kind of just watch the ones that I'm curious about for whatever that's worth. Yeah. So, how about you? You yeah. said you find it just a little dark. I, I, it's I, I like dark things. I just got to be in the mood for it. Black Mirror, it's like a little too, little too depressing sometimes. Yeah. I really need to be in a mood for Black Mirror. But I do think it is a great like thing that has been made and added to the universe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm happy it exists. There were a couple episodes where I watched them like, I can't watch any more of this show, man. I like things that are messed up. I really do. But like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, man. Dance, dance monkey? Oh my God. I can't do this crap. Yeah. <laughs> Well, maybe whenever I go, no, but I probably will skip that one because I don't enjoy things that I get done with. And it's just like, like, I like to think I don't like to just want to jump off of a bridge when I get done watching something, you know, that's not a little bit of hope. Right. Okay. Just, I just... like horror. I like messed up things, but like, I like a little bit of hope at the end. Like, I don't right. like, um, like there's this really popular modern horror franchise called uh, I think it's called Terrorizer, and it is the most depressing shit. Cause like the it start all the movies start with like okay there's this character and she's going through some really messed up crap and this is horrifying but she's gonna make or like she might make it out of this or something. No hope. There is zero hope yeah. at all. It's just messed up. And I'm like I don't want to watch this. I like watching like I don't know. Texas Chainsaw Massacre where they escape at the end. And maybe that makes me maybe that makes me a little punk. Maybe that makes me a little baby. Mm-hmm. Okay? But I like a little hope. I like overcoming fear. That's mm-hmm. why I watch horror is to overcome the fear, not to be sad all the time. Unless the the ending has to be really fantastic for me mm-hmm. to be like on board with a depressing ending. I'm with you on that. There's room for depressing ending. Depressing endings mm-hmm. have their place. Yeah. But okay, Empire Strikes Back ends on a bad note okay like like he is lost but there's hope 
mm-hmm. at the end, okay? Like, not all is lost. Not all is defeated. You can overcome. So, like, that's what I like. Not everything's going to be like that. That's fine. I can. I, I got to be in a certain mood to watch something that is going to leave me depressed. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, and there, it has to be a really excellent story. It, it has to be told just right for me to get to the end and be like, uh, like, oh, shoot, was it Secret Window? Was that the one with Johnny Depp? I think so. It's like it ended in a very dark place, but it was like it was so well done. Holy crap, have we been recording for like two hours? Getting close. One hour and 38 oh. minutes. All right. Well, it's probably about time to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah. Guys, thank you so very much for listening to the Science Fictionary Podcast. We really appreciate it. And not Andrew, Marisha, where can, where can people find you on the internet? You can find me here. You can occasionally find me on my Instagram. I am princess underscore and princesses underscore and underscore Padawans. And I am P Padawans on Twitter. And Andrew? All right, you can find me running Twitter account for this show at Psy underscore Fictionary. You can find me running the other podcast, Coruscant Radio Underground, where we talk about everything in that galaxy far, far away. You can drop us a line at thesciencefictionary at gmail.com. And as always, check out at Red5Network on Twitter for all of the rest of the Red5 podcast family. And I am David. You can find me at David underscore JG Peoples on Twitter. Guys, don't forget to leave a like, a subscribe, a review, a comment, a rating. Whatever it is you can do on your preferred podcast platform, it really, really helps out the show. And don't forget to check us out on YouTube at the Science Fictionary on YouTube. And check out our back catalog of all episodes of the Science Fictionary podcast, such as our Deserted Island movie episode. And uh, hopefully we'll get back around to this soon and we'll do... I think what would be next in line would be our, our books that we would or or literature that we would bring to a, des, a deserted island. Again, thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to like, subscribe, review, comment, rate, whatever it is you can do in your preferred podcast platform. May the force be with you.